Welcome to Dollars and Cents with Friedman Financial. During today's program, your host, Mark Friedman, may discuss specific financial planning and investment ideas. These discussions are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations. Investing involves risk, including loss of principal. Always consult a certified financial planning professional, qualified attorney, or tax advisor prior to investing to determine what is appropriate for you. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC. And now here's the host of Dollars and Cents, Mark Friedman of Friedman Financial. If you don't wanna see me, did a full one, Welcome back to another edition of Dollars and Cents with Friedman Financial. My name is Mark Friedman, I'm on, and I'm joined by my co-host, Marion Gilman. How are you today, Marion? I'm great. How are you, Mark? I'm doing great. You know, the weather is changing. The leaves are finally beyond just flowering. The leaves are on the trees, aren't they? It is unbelievable, and we've had such warm weather. Isn't it nice? Nice change. Well, yeah, after the week prior when it was like in the 40s and 50s. Exactly, and, it's been nice. and then all of a sudden we're in the 80s again, Yeah, last week. crazy. Last week we took the uh, cover off my pool so I can start to see a little blue ripple. It's 50 degrees in the pool, so we're not swimming in it yet. But right, but it's nice to look at, it's isn't sure. it? Oh my goodness, it is. The and birds are out and chirping. I love and... the flowers in the yard. Always yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, it's uh, it's a great time to be here in the spring. It's um, it's it, we're we're approaching Mother's Day this Sunday, and so it's a great time for Mother's Day as well. Crazy already, um, you know. Middle of May. It's just astounding. It is. But, you know, you're a mom. What What are your plans for Mother's Day? Well, you know, my son loves to cook, so I'm very fortunate. And we always go to his house for dinner. And honestly, he'll cook anything I want. Um, and, and you know what I love that he makes? He makes his own pizza, and I just love it. So really? I always make him make pizza for me. Now, how does he make his pizza? Does he make it in a one of those Unicoda ovens in his own oven on the grill? How's well, he doing? no, he doesn't have one. I just got one. I haven't tried it yet. Thank you, Mark. It's um, great. It I love the Unicoda Christmas oven. Gift, yes, yeah. and I haven't tried it yet because it's still been a little cool since I got it. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to try it. But let me tell you, he is over beside himself that I have that. But he's and jealous, he isn't doesn't. he? Yes, he is. So I don't know whether he'll come to my house and actually make the pizza this Sunday. Well, it's um, it's it's quite a tool. If you haven't yeah. purchased one, you know, we're always talking about great quality items to buy. Yep. You want to do something special. Uh, and I think Williams and Sonoma sells it. You can certainly buy it online, of course. And actually, yeah. I've seen a lot of the hardware stores are now selling it as well. Really? It's called an Unicoda, O-O-N-N-I uh, or something. Or, I think it's just one N. Unicoda. It's this portable pizza oven yeah and you can hook it up to a you know your propane tank and you cook a pizza in 90 seconds it's it's you know what so mine is sitting right next to the deck ready to go out and i've hesitated to put it out because last week was so cold um you know so we the this weather has been crazy so once i just so you know tradition just so you know so it's so unique and portable yeah we only bring it outside when we cook the pizza. Oh, really? Yeah, so you, it breaks down, the legs fold up, and it all only weighs okay. all of 10 or 15 pounds. 
You bring okay. it into the house afterwards. Perfect. That's what I do. It stays in the house all, I didn't all winter even long. I didn't realize that. Okay, yeah, great. Just bring it in I figured out. I'd leave it out for the summer and bring it in you, for you the can, winter. You can probably do that too, yeah. but um, Sounds I don't good. know if you want to have it rained on and stuff. Yeah, so. that was what I was so thinking. So you br- we bring it in. Sounds good. Anyways, you know, we're always talking about some great uh, financial advice in a language you can understand. In and, food. In food, right. <laughs> and and honestly, it's one. Of, that's one of those things where you want to do, a lot of people are starting to cook more food at home. And there are some quality products out there. This Unicoda product is a fabulous um, tool to have. However, one of the things that's come up this week, and frankly over the past several months, is people have been asking us about what our outlook is on the future, what we think about the government, what we think about inflation, what we think about X or Y or Z. And it's amazing how strong the opinions are of what people have and how it influences so many of their decisions. Which is not a great way to live your life. Because honestly, we have, you know, when people ask us, well, what's gonna happen with the debt ceiling? Because that's the latest thing that's in the news. Or what's gonna happen, um, This the consumer uh, price index came out lower this week. Right. Which is great news for interest rates because it's unlikely that the Federal Reserve will continue to raise interest rates because inflation is coming under control. So what should I do? What does that mean? Well, you know what? That's really not what you should be focusing on because you can't control what happens with the inflation, with the CPI, the inflation index. You can't control with what what the government does with the debt ceiling. Who knows? It will get resolved. We know that. And as as much as you might like to say you can control who wins the election, you can't. Not in Massachusetts Massachusetts. in particular. I mean, you you can't control how government makes its decisions. You you know, people will say, yes, you can have that voice and you can go scream and yell at your town hall and your city hall. And you can have a voice, but can you control it? I don't know about that. There's so many things that we can't control. Well, certainly in the short term, you can definitely not control anything the government does because anything that you do, voting, et cetera, it takes a long-term, it's, it's a longer-term horizon. Right, and frankly, just because your candidate might win an election, it doesn't mean you won control of anything because right. how, many, how many candidates issue a whole bunch of promises that if you vote for me, I will do X, and then they get voted in, and how many of those promises get fulfilled? Yeah, rarely do they all rare, get, rare, yeah. right because there's there's always some contentiousness. Sure. But what we need to focus on, what you need to focus on, especially uh, in, in every stage of your life, whether you're trying to accumulate wealth, maintain your wealth, spend the money that you've accumulated, what you need to do is focus on the things that you can control, and frankly, that's the stuff that we are so afraid to face. Because because we can control it, but many of us don't want to control it. That's right. It's not that much fun sometimes to control your spending. Right. Look, could we control um, the way we eat our food or, or the sure. choice of food we do? Of course of we Of course can. we could. Right. But do we? No. <laughs> but but we'll look around and say, oh, look what that person's wearing. Or look how big that person is. Look how skinny that person is. Or oh, this person must not be. We, we have opinions about everybody, right? But when we But I always try to tell our kids when they've been in an argument with somebody and they tell me about a tough day they've had with a friend, a coworker, whatever, and they're this person did this. I said, you know, there's always two sides to every story. And bottom line is this is the best that you can do is to focus on working on the person that you stare at in the mirror every day. And it's tough to do that. It is. 
you know, it's it's our nature, I think, or for many of us, it's our nature to blame others for what happens to us. And it's usually not the right place to place the blame. Right. And you need to look inside yourself and say, what can I do to improve this? And I can't tell you how many people we meet here, couples that come here, and they will blame the other spouse right. for their spending habits or their lack of doing something else. Is that something, can you control the way your spouse spends money? Perhaps, but you can certainly take control of a conversation that is a bit more rational to say, how are each of you contributing to the spending habits in the house? That's very true. And again, nobody likes to face that because it can, you know, can turn into a heated discussion if you don't have the right uh, mindset going into that discussion. But you can control your spending, and that's something you should focus on. This is what I can control. I can't control what interest rates are. I can't control what inflation is, but I can control how I spend my money. So one of the first things that you can control, especially at any stage of your life, especially when you're, let's say, you have your first job or you're under 55. Let's just use that as a number. That's a big, wide number from 20 to 55. You can control how much you save. Absolutely. But most people say, I I don't know how I can save anything. And and what's the, the, you know, you always hear the line, pay yourself first. And if you do that, you never even see that money going into your bank account. Right, because we see money you don't see is money you don't spend. Yet, yet the world, media, marketing, um, just our social surroundings push us towards spending money in ways that we could control, we just choose not to. And we'll probably blame it on our friends for spending too much or forcing us to go to these restaurants or forcing us to spend money on vacations. But when do we take control? You, you need to take control right away. Or, you know, you need to take control today if you haven't in the past. Right. And, and that starts with paying yourself first and making some hard choices about how you spend your money sometimes. Not always. Sometimes you're fine, but if you need to start accumulating money for retirement, because remember, in today's day and age, there's no company offering you a pension anymore or taking care of you. I shouldn't say none. There are very few that do that. So you need to take steps to save money along the way. And that might mean cutting back your spending. Yeah, and I think that our ego and the world of social media and peer pressure have become more important to many people than controlling what they can control. They are allowing all of those outside influences to dictate how they live their lives. And sometimes, oftentimes, many times, it can come back to bite you. It certainly can. And, you know, if you are trying to... Again, I, I'm not sure that they call it this anymore, but you keep up with the Joneses. You right. know, you want to keep up with your neighbor. And I, you know, they have a nice car. Why don't I have a nice car? You just never know um, who, what people are doing with their money and how much they make, number one, and how they're spending it. Well, I think it's, it's interesting you use the term keeping up with the Joneses, who are generally, you know, keeping up with your neighbors. Right. And I actually think to myself, um, how often do we even know our neighbors? That's true. Anymore, right? (laughs) So who are the closest neighbors that we have? It's basically the people that you follow on Facebook and Instagram. 
And that's who you're trying to keep up with. And I will tell you this, if you haven't heard this before, those faces, those pictures, those comments, those expressions that you see on all those social media posts are made to make you feel bad so that the people that are posting it can feel good. Because oftentimes <laughs> that's not what's really going on. You know, a lot can be done with, uh, you know, with um, airbrushing and everything else and all the different, what are, they have so many different controls for how, they, how you can look, filters and everything. everything. But every post, so, every saying, every yeah. expression, every story, it's all designed so that you can feel good. Because I will tell you, people don't post stuff on social media to make themselves look bad. <laughs> right. And remember, a lot of these people get um, get money from the people that they're promoting. Right. So the services that they're promoting, the, the goods that they're promoting, they get a kickback on that. Yeah. So you need to be very careful about saying, oh, they're promoting this, you know, I need that. Probably don't. Yeah, so our, our point today of today's discussion, and this is this financial advice in a language you can understand, is that you need to realize that you can take control of a lot of the situations going on in your life. It's not out of your control. It is in your control. It is in your control how much you save, how much you spend, the type of job you have, the type of effort you put into your job. Instead of complaining about what the other employees or the other co-workers are doing or they, the food they eat, the way they stuff the refrigerator, what they tell you from cube to cube or the way your boss treats you. You can control a lot of those things. But the biggest thing that I think people need to take control of now that they don't is understanding how much they spend. The, and you know, we see this every single time somebody comes into our office, it's rare that they actually know how much they're spending. And when time. you ask them, um, they really don't want to know <laughs> because they say, well, I, I know I could cut back. Maybe, maybe if I just didn't buy two more two extra cups of coffee this week that would change everything no it's not those little things yes the little things add up but there's a lot of expenses that we have in our lives that we just waste right whether it's online subscriptions that we maintain whether it's that you forget about yeah or frankly the way that we pay for a lot of services that we could handle ourselves or maybe not pay as frequently or the type of kitchen appliances we need, or where we shop for our furniture, or the clothes we wear, or the house we buy, or all of those things. Just like you said, to keep up with the Joneses. Right. And to the, me, the Joneses these days are more than just our neighbors, but it's everybody who sees us on social media. That is very true. You know, and one of the things that um, I want to point out to everybody, because I think it's really important, the earlier you start saving, the better off you are. And I know we all know this in the back of our minds, but the power of compounding, allowing your money to grow over time is, is extreme. I mean, it's just amazing how much money you can earn on your money if you start in your 20s. And I think that's when people have the least control over their spending. And so let's put something into perspective here. There's a term that's called the rule of 72. When people invest, they're always wondering, well, how long is it going to take for my money to double? And it doesn't double in weeks or months or even a couple of years. No, it doesn't. Do you want to explain how the rule of 72 well, works? Well, the rule of 72 works um, in terms of, you know, you want to look at what interest rate you think um, that the money might make. So let's say you're, you're assuming that the money is going to return. Whatever you put in an investment, it's going to return about 7% a year. 
In a case like that, you divide that 7% by 72 and you get 10. Right. So 10, your, your money should double in 10 years. That's the number of years that it would take for your money to double. So think about this. If your money is sitting in the bank earning 1% and that's all it's going to earn and you say, but I don't want to take any risk, but I want to make money in the bank, it's going to take 72 years yeah. for that money to double. It's a long time. It it sure is a long time. And chances are you're not going to have that account 72 years from now. Things right. are going to change, right? right? But think about what inflation has been. And we talk about inflation. And uh, right now, I think the number came in this week at 4.9, was 4. it? 4.9, correct. Yes. And it's the lowest it's been over, in over a year. Now, so. now, we hope that it will level out around two, two and a half. That's what the Federal Reserve is targeting. So think about this. If you want to keep up with the cost of inflation. Now, yes, I know inflation's been high over the past couple of years. You want to keep up with the cost of inflation. Your money has to at least do better over time than two and a half percent. That's right. And can you get that at the bank today? Yes, you can. Can you get it at the bank long term? Probably not. Over the past 10 years, you've not been able to get that at the bank. It's just recently that you have been able to get it at the bank. So what, once again, you're able to control is deciding where you place your money for the short term and for the long term. And at Friedman Financial, our goal is to help you understand the risks that are associated with all of those decisions and how all of that impacts your overall financial life. You know, and yellow, you know, we always look at it, and a lot of people will look at it and say, "Oh, I don't want to take that kind of risk." However, you want to you want to think about the risk you're actually taking at the bank as well by keeping it in a one percent or zero percent interest-bearing account. And we had a lot of those you know, zero percent accounts for years and years. Right. That's a huge risk because you're not even keeping up with inflation. Right. And like we said today, you can get three, sometimes even four percent at the bank. But is that a long-term solution? Who knows? It's all part of an overall financial plan. And at Friedman Financial, we're about the big picture financial planning stuff. If now is the time for you to get serious about your financial planning and investment management needs, I hope you'll reach out to Marion or I and give us a call. It's a free initial consultation to come in and see us. You do get to meet with us. We're not pawning you off to somebody else or anything like this. It is our office. We are certified financial planners. We act as a fiduciary on your behalf. We are here for you. Our phone number, 978-531-8108. That's 978-531-8108 to schedule your free initial consultation. Or if you just want to learn a little bit more about the firm or even sign up for our newsletter, go to our website, freedmanfinancial.com. That's Friedman. Two E's and a D. Financial.com. Go to the bottom of any page on our website to sign up for the newsletter. Just put in your name and your email address and you'll get it every Friday, 10.30 in the morning. Over 7,000 people receive our newsletter. And that's going to do it for us today. That's financial advice in a language you can understand. Thank you, Marion, for joining me again today. My pleasure. And have a happy Mother's Day. That's right. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. You've been listening to Dollars and Cents with Friedman Financial. Thank you for listening to Dollars and Cents with Friedman Financial. 
These discussions are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations. Please consult a certified financial planning planner, tax professional, or attorney prior to investing to determine what is appropriate for you. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC.